listening to the Eccentric Section Podcast with your hosts Breezy Getem and Jody Bro. Okay, Lamborghini Mercy, yo chick she so thirsty. I'm in that two seat Lambo with your girl, she tryna jerk. Okay, Lamborghini Mercy, yo chick she so thirsty. I'm in that two seat Lambo with your girl, she tryna jerk. Okay, Lamborghini Mercy, yo chick she so thirsty. I'm in that two seat. On today's podcast, we have a guest who's been building her brand in the modeling industry and in the bodybuilding community over the last year or so. Joe, we got a great guest today, dog. We got, oh, yeah, for sure. We got man. the always busy, always beautiful Ashley Bell. Oh, thank you. Thank you, guys. Such Dude, a pleasure. Thank you so much. How have you been? Oh, I've been doing all right. Um, just keeping busy, keeping up with, you know, modeling, bodybuilding, fitness, and a full-time job and social life as well. That's a lot. Yeah, I don't know how you maintain it all, dude. But... Luckily, you seem to give yourself a break recently. You went down to Florida, had oh a nice gosh, little Disney yeah. trip. That was so much fun. It was my first time being at Disney. I was just going to ask you. So did you guys stay down at the resort? Yes, we stayed at uh, the Disney Pop Century Resort. And um, it was so cool. We stayed in the 80s, which was like oh. really interesting because I've been doing a lot of 80s style theme stuff from the yeah. gymnastics. I did an 80s theme shoot. And I was like, oh, of course, we're staying in an 80s themed hotel, too. Did you guys end up visiting like all the Disney parks or did you limit yourself? Yeah, no, we hit up all of them. Um, so cool. Epcot, definitely my favorite. And definitely the one that I probably don't remember at the end because we hit that <laughs> one up in Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> and we did the challenge of drinking around the world and we were a success. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Which, which spot in Epcot was your favorite as far as like the drink? Oh, um, I think the most memorable one will be Japan because we had sake. Oh, and nice. um, the women there were like, no, 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 take it at the counter. Would you like spicy or regular? And we're like looking at each other going, I think we're just going to do regular. They're, they're kind of having this little creepy smile with the spicy. Yeah. <laughs> and so we took the regular and because we had to take our mask down, take the shot and put the mask right back up, it just kept hitting. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> breathe it back in. It just kept hitting over. It was over like over. a shot of fresh air with the shot of alcohol. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was bad, but I, it's definitely my favorite, most memorable shot there. Was Disney pretty strict as far as like the whole mask thing and like oh, how, yeah. how were they enforcing it? Um, so if you didn't have your mask on properly, like under your nose or not properly put on, you're kicked out. No refunds, nothing. So everyone there was, you know. Yeah, you didn't see anyone get kicked out or did you? No, no, I didn't. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Good, good, good. Like a little bit lenient, just being like, hey, can you do that? Right, 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 right. Were they still doing like character meet and greets and stuff throughout the park? Um, We didn't get to, they did in the sense of like they were kind of far away. Right. Their own little things, but no like up up close stuff, which sucked. I was so looking forward to that. I didn't know that they weren't doing that. But um, the best part of the Disney trip was seeing my best friend julia get engaged to yeah big congratulations to them that was awesome yeah i was happy to be there for that did you guys get to do anything outside of disney uh yes we went to um a few we did like the swing thing it's near like a ferris wheel oh yeah, yeah i do remember that on your snapchat dude and i remember rc looked like he was gonna piss his pants <laughs> yeah, no he didn't like doing that at all i just kept going keep your eyes closed or look at me don't, don't look around but that was so cool. Um, we did that twice, actually. Really. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. So generally, our main topic on the podcast is wrestling, as you know. Yeah. Um, for anybody that's not familiar with you, you date a professional wrestler, our man, yeah. R.C. Dupree. Yes, um, I, I guess the best way to like segue into just topics with you, though, 
is our general icebreaker question is what's your first memory of professional wrestling? First memory. Okay. I actually used to watch wrestling with my friend out in South Carolina. So we would watch a lot of WCW Monday night nitro stuff. Oh shit. I don't remember what my first memory would be, but um, with RC, my first introduction with him with wrestling was whenever we first started talking, he looked at me and he was like, Hey, just want to let you know, I'm, I'm really into wrestling. And I was like, Oh, that's yeah, that's absolutely fine. I, I like it. It's cool. He goes, yeah, yeah. he looked at me and he was like, no, <laughs> you don't have a panic in your eyes. Like I thought you were about to, I don't think <laughs> how into wrestling I am. So yeah. Fast forward then when you were watching Nitro and stuff, did you ever picture yourself dating a professional wrestler? Not at all. Not at all. I thought that was all larger than life stuff that there was no way I was ever going to like actually be a part of and, and, and see and be immersed in the world of it. No, not at all. So not to talk too much about RC because we, you know, we could do that all day. Oh, um, sure. how, how did you and RC actually meet? Mutual friends. My best friend, Emily, um, she wanted to date his best friend and they wanted to kind of, kind of have like an icebreaker. She knew I could talk to anyone. He knew RC could talk to anyone. So we just kind of had like a group thing while they tried to figure themselves out. And, um, yeah, so we hit it off immediately. Oh, and hell yeah. Had a break since 10 years later, going strong. They haven't talked since. Oh, geez. that's crazy. Yeah. Well, thank God for them, I guess. Right. Right, dude. <laughs> well, uh, behind the scenes, though, there's a lot of involvement we've seen you do between working the merch tables and and all like the road trips and stuff. How much of that has made you maybe having uh, an itch to be either become like a manager or like even train to wrestle yourself. I have been um, asked, why don't I train? Like um, been asked a lot of it. It's just not something that I'm looking to do in to get involved in the wrestling that kind of way. I yeah. love the behind the scenes stuff. I love helping film. I love helping anything with pictures. I like helping people edit things, I, I, everything involved behind the scenes. Yeah. Absolutely love it. Um, I think it's really cool. I love to see like, it's just it's a family. Like you get to see everybody kind of back, you know, just really enjoying themselves, like honing their craft and everything with it. I think it's really cool. But um, it did help me like really understand just how wonderful everyone can be like just supportive and being creative and just putting it all out there for themselves. It's really cool. It's, it's inspiring to just be like, right. you know, I can go do my own thing too. Like, oh, you're chasing your dream. I'm chasing my dream too. Like, let's yeah. go. How often do you, does RC maybe look to you for guidance as far as like creative aspects? Because I know he's pretty creative himself, but does he ever ask for your input as far as maybe promos or gear or is it all him? Bounce back and forth. Absolutely. We help push each other. For both yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you like this. How about you tweak it like this and let's do this. Like, oh, I love that idea. But what if you just did this instead? Yeah. Absolutely. Well, having a significant other in a wrestling business, I'm sure we already know it takes up quite a bit of time. And I'm sure you have quite a bit of hectic experiences throughout the time. But yeah, sure. now you've definitely been busy as hell building your own brand between the modeling and the and the bodybuilding competitions. And uh, I didn't know if you wanted to start out maybe with the modeling. Like I was wondering how long ago did this journey and modeling begin? Um, about 12 years ago, um, I was working as a teen at Scoops on Beverly here in Mount Lebanon. And this woman comes in and I do not recommend this for anybody. <laughs> this woman comes in and she's like, Hey, I'm a photographer. Like, if you want to be a model, here's my card. Um, 
do your research before just being like, yes, and show up at whatever yeah. location they're telling you to go to. That's how human trafficking starts. No doubt. Um, but yeah, since I was a teenager, I was like, yeah, oh my God, that's so cool. Handed the card to my mom. And I was like, mommy, the stranger handed me her info <laughs> to meet her at a location. And, and the all of the adults did their thing at that point in time to make sure everything was legit and good. And then Amy, oh, I wish she was still photo- like a photographer because she had such a gift and like such an interest in wanting to learn more about the photography and lighting and things involved with it. So I got to like really experiment with her. And um, from her, I was able to like branch off from there and kind of go about doing my own thing. I was um, modeling up in Viva Las Vegas at one point. That was so That's cool. Sick. And um, but then, you know, full time job, full time student at one point in time, RC doing his thing. I stepped away from it for a little bit just because we were just hustling. We're just See, you've been busy yeah. since day one then, huh? Yeah, since day one. <laughs> Well, anyone that follows you on social media knows that you pretty much unload the clip daily as far as a bunch of pictures from multiple photo shoots. Um, so how often do you do these shoots? Um, as a, at least once a week. Um, I will sometimes like overbook myself. Mm-hmm. I'll have like just this week I have four photo shoots. And it's fun though, because but yeah. I had it originally for four, but one did cancel. So now I just have three. Um, I do that on purpose because usually one might fall off um, scheduling conflicts. That's just what it is with being creative. Um, creative conflicts happen up. So it's a lot of fun, at least once a week. I tried to have a shoot down in Florida while I was on vacation too, but it didn't pan out. Oh, <laughs> oh, damn. Like at least three people just to try and get it going, but it was cool. Uh, you do a lot of cool cosplay and like themed shoots too. Like you did the queen of hearts and your retro fitness and your uh, Catwoman. You've done a lot of that cool stuff. Do you come up with those ideas for the shoots or is it something maybe a photographer comes to you and says like, Hey, I got this idea. It's a mix. Mostly it, um, like the Catwoman wasn't me. That was Edmund. Um, he's a photographer. He does a lot of cosplay stuff. He had that suit specifically made for that shoot. Yeah. So freaking cool to have that, especially in a big vault itself. It was really cool. But as far as like the queen of hearts, me and several other models wanted to do that. We were like, we have this, Sometimes it's the location itself that comes with the creativity. There was this abandoned tea, um, like China factory. That we were mm-hmm. like, oh my God, Alice in Wonderland, the teacup, the party. Yeah, that's genius. Yeah. 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 It's a lot. Of How fun. often do you find yourself maybe like driving around, like looking for spots and like, yo, that would be perfect. That would be perfect. Usually whenever I'm on my way to a shoot, that's, um, I'm like, what was that right there? That oh, was Go back and look at that. But other than that, no, usually somebody else already has the idea in their head where they want to shoot at. Being that I've never done any kind of like photography work or like modeling work, I should say too. (laughs) How expensive does it get between buying and making the outfits and the props? It'll all depend. Um, Sometimes the photographer will pitch in if he, if they have like their own specific thing they're looking for, they'll provide the actual outfit itself. Um, I have a lot of people in my life that have given me a lot of outfits. I'm so blessed for the amount of people that have shown me support and actually either purchasing the outfit itself or just being like, Oh, I I have this here. Um, and a lot of times I do get creative myself. Just if I'm wanting to do something, I'll go out of my own pocket and it's not that expensive. It's like being creative of the materials you have and finding materials along the way. Right. Throughout your time while shooting, have you had maybe like a, a favorite photo shoot that you, you hold dearest to yourself? 
Oh, I loved the pinup zombie shoot that I did with Nikki and photographer Chrissy. That one was so much fun. We went to an abandoned um, trolley graveyard that had oh, like all the graffiti all over the place. And we were just like covered head to toe in paint. And we were um, like, yeah, dressed up as pinup zombies. And just had a blast while we were out there. That's awesome. This kind of is a question for you, but also kind of asking you to give advice to maybe anybody looking to get into modeling and stuff. So what are some things you look at when working with like, when you're expecting to collaborate with either another artist or a photographer or anything like what are the key things you look at before accepting the job? Um, big thing, intuition. If you feel like something is off, it is most likely off. Mm. Um, apps, I cannot stress that enough. If you don't feel easy, comfortable, the, the answer is no, don't do it. Um, other than that though, word of mouth is huge. I definitely suggest if you're looking to start getting into modeling, there's this model week Pittsburgh. Um, they are local to the Pittsburgh area and there's other ones around too. Like I think Charleston, West Virginia has a model week there. They have an amazing opportunity for models to be able to meet and, um, branch off from there with photographers that, you know, are trusted. Um, cause they have to go through a whole process to be able to be a part of model week itself. So, you know, whenever you go there, the people you're working with, you can trust, um, you can go from there, meet other models and be like, Hey, what did you know about this photographer? What do you think? Let's do it. Let's hit it up and be creative that way too. This kind of goes hand in hand with that last question. How has it been dealing with maybe creeps in the industry as far as I know generally even just being a woman, you you get flooded with creepy comments probably all over Facebook and social medias and stuff. But have you dealt with any creeps in the business itself? Um, so they've, it's again, that intuition part. Yeah. I, I, I can sense it coming from a mile away. I think it's just from being a woman, you can see, you can yeah. see them coming to you. So um, anytime I've ever had that intuition, I've always reached out to somebody and been like, Hey, what do you think about this? And I haven't even had to put myself in a situation where I wasn't comfortable. Good. That's great. Yeah. And I'm sure I, we, we kind of have a, a general idea of how our guy RC is. I mean, he's pretty solid and confident, <laughs> but how does he feel when it comes to like all these men drooling all over you and, and saying like shit, that's kind of out of pocket every once in a while online. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's the same way you feel, Krista. It's just like, yeah, I know my woman's hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But guess what? She's still coming home to me. Yeah, 100%. That's how I figured he'd be. Now with not only it was already kind of getting popular, but now with the heightened pandemic and stuff, OnlyFans had really became a major popular thing. And I was wondering, had you ever looked into maybe doing something like that that's not even necessarily nudity, but like some kind of subscription-based content? I thought, so I never looked into what, like into the OnlyFans things. I really don't, I've never looked into it with as far as like subscribing for somebody or like, cause there's a whole bunch you can do other than just nudity. Like I heard that with, mm. especially with Patreon too, I think is another subscription based. Um, so I don't really know too much about it. Um, I would be interested in starting something like that in the sense of being able to connect with people on the internet more that would be really cool to me but i can just do that online as well and i know there, it like kind of comes off like showing off your artistic side and then mm -hmm. there's also the other side of it where people are trying to make money right? yeah um i do well at my job i don't i'm don't i don't need to like ask 
yeah like, i hear I'm you you're right right otherwise i'm not not doing it to try and make money it's like I like that's what you love to do. Yeah, yeah. I got exactly what you're saying. Not just that, but then it almost adds like a whole nother job for you because then you got to take time out of your day to respond to these people that are paying these subscriptions and stuff. So that's another thing, too. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Actually, this whole it would be a job at that point. Yeah, no doubt. I love it. I love posting, love commenting, love the DMs, messages, people genuinely ask me questions. That's fun. But uh, yeah, then then it would actually be a job. No doubt. Yeah. For sure. And then uh, I actually want to touch on the bodybuilding and bikini competitions, too, if you don't mind. No, absolutely. How did that adventure start? Oh, my gosh. I I've always loved um, fitness women. I I loved that. I, I can't remember. I, I don't remember what she looked like. I just remember this one woman like walked into a room and everyone just turned and looked at her because she was such a presence. And I just remember asking her like, oh, what do you do? And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm a bodybuilding competitor and stuff like that. She wasn't like you know, really muscular or anything like that, just very well toned. And that was like 10 years ago um, when Gwen Stefani was more the look, or about 15 years ago, Gwen Stefani was more the look to look like, which she's a gorgeous body on her own as well. But I love that more Serena Williams, like that fit body. Um, and that I didn't think it was ever going to be something I was a part of. And then more people in my life were doing it. And I saw how much fun they were having doing it. And I was like, I know I'm going to have fun myself. I love putting on a show. I love the pageantry of it as well. And the competition itself. I'm like, yeah, judge me. I want to just stand up here and you scrutinize yeah. me. I don't know why. Don't <laughs> like, this is going to be fun, but I'd rather stand here and, and you judge me against other people. Let's do it. Yeah. And plus it's you volunteering to, to be judged. It's not like something online where people are yeah. just yeah. being yeah. ignorant yeah. and rude to each other. Um, if I if I'm correct, did you start this during the pandemic? I just before it started that November, I had started my first prep, and it was just a few weeks before my first show that everything had shut down. And luckily, with the OCB, Stacy Longo, she's she's she uh, controls the OCB here in the Pittsburgh area. She was like, "You guys put in so much work just for it to be canceled." So instead of full on canceling it. She made it a virtual show, which I thought was really cool. Um, different take on it. Every time yeah. I say to somebody who is in bodybuilding, they're like, how did that go? Like yeah. it was a lot of fun. Uh, and after that, I was like, I need to be on stage though. Like I missed that opportunity. So I had to do the other one on uh, my second one up in Cleveland, <sighs> battle of the great lakes. That was so much fun. Uh, <laughs> like being able to be up against competition. But since it was still pandemic time, there wasn't that much of a competition for me. This okay. last show, the Pittsburgh show, the third one, the amount of women that I went up against, absolutely insane. Like the competition was amazing. Everyone there put on their A game and it just oh, yeah. under my ass to want to do better the next time. So the next one's not going to be for a while, um, but I'm hoping to bring a completely different package for the next one. Well, being that you've performed in both virtual and in person, what was the difference like for you as far as maybe the preparation of going into it or the day of? The day of, you can't miss like the day of stuff. It's being backstage yeah. with everyone kind of prepping. You you kind of see everyone either peacock and showing off their stuff and they're feeling like they're hot shit. And yeah. You're like, you are hot shit. Look at those glutes. And then you're like kind of nervous because you know, you don't get a second take with the virtual one. I got to record it. I got to take that second take. This time there was no second take. 
what you brought onto the stage is what you brought on. There was no tweaking with the angles of the camera, nothing. So I guess that kind of goes back to, to it goes beyond just your appearance and stuff. It depended on the time and money. I guess somebody would put into something like the lighting, like you just said, and yeah. even just the background setting. I mean, I'm sure that could make it make or break somebody. The virtual show, you know, they tried real hard not to judge based on what your camera footage yeah. and, and all of that. It was, it was more so of a, you know, Hey, we, we stuck through, we did it. Like, how did you survive it th- through the pandemic? You're doing awesome. Yeah. So it was just kind of like a motivator. So how many different classes or types of like bodybuilding or comp, like the, the bikini competitions or just generally, like, I don't, I honestly have no idea really how I'm asking this. It's more like how many classes go into this as far as when they judge? Yeah. So, um, I'm still learning all of this myself too. There's a lot more. And then, uh, so bikini, womanly figure you know not as striated like um, you still have definition and all of that you're looking at your shoulders your your waistline and then your glutes and then your thighs and everything like that and then it kind of there's another division that just opened up wellness mm-hmm. and to a lot more definition in the thighs which i have been advised to try that out i don't think ocb does wellness i think npc does which just different types of companies that do bodybuilding um, I mean, kind of like an I- IWC, an AEW, a WWE, like there's different, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, you know, okay. different companies of bodybuilding. And then there's the figure, which I'm considering doing for one of my shows. That's the one that you kind of see them. They're a little bit more masculine in their poses, but they still have a very feminine look to them as right. well. And then the actual um, physique, which is you'll see the muscular women. Those are the ones that you see in person that you're like, oh, wow, she could kick my ass. Oh, yeah, and, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the, yeah, the, those women are amazing at what they no do. No doubt. Especially. Yeah. It's, it's insane. And then the, uh, this one, I think it was away for a while and it did come back. It was the women's like traditional bodybuilding, like full on. You see the strike, like everything. Veins are popping everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. How much preparation are like, Things did you have to learn? Because I know as far as like, I, for instance, I had a coworker that did bodybuilding and he was just fucking jacked. Like you said, he looked like a roadmap, veins everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, And he, he was telling me about like how certain poses you have to learn to hit and whatnot. Oh. So like how much preparation or like studying did you have to do to learn how to like specify these poses? So posing came really naturally for me. I don't know if it was just because with the modeling I, I've done gymnastics, dance, like things like that. Posing wasn't an issue for me. Um, and I still have a lot to learn with it though for my specific body type. So I, was, I do posing classes and I watch YouTube videos constantly and try and just posing throughout my, you know, time during my prep. Other than that though, the day-to-day grind that can take, for me, it takes like 24 weeks for a prep. Other women, the one woman who went pro at the second show that I was at, I, I could tell she was going to go pro. She, that, that Her physique, her presence, her posing, everything with her was just phenomenal. I'm so happy for her. Um, whenever she was backstage with me, she was like, yeah, I was, I've been in pro for like three weeks now. I was like, oh my God, I've been doing this for like 28 weeks. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like the, just different, um, you know, where you're at with your body and stuff. Um, and that was her first show ever too. So congratulations. Oh, wow. Yeah. Big yeah. congratulations to her. Yeah. Um, the, the time it takes to like figure out your suit cause you got to look for a suit and those can be expensive. My suit personally was about like $500. So you bet I'm going to wear it for the next several shows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
For sure. um, the shoes, the jewelry, the hair, you got to get the tan, you have your opposing coach, your nutritionist, your actual coach, like it's a whole lot that goes into it. Financially, you got to think before getting into it. Do I really want to do this? Am I in it to win it or do I just want to try it? I got you. So how has the community been as far as, as accepting this and stuff towards you? Um, like in the bodybuilding com- community? Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I've met so many amazing women. Um, they're so sweet. And like, yeah, you're going to get everyone who's just kind of standoffish a little bit at first. But then I also realized that a lot of people that seem like they're really standoffish and kind of bitchy or whatever else it is, they're actually just in their own head. Like they, they're doing their own thing. They're not really thinking, but in their head, they're like, oh, she's really cool. I kind of want to talk to her, but they're not doing it. They're standing off on their own. And then there's me. I'm always like, Hey, I love your suit. Oh my God. Your hair is really pretty. What's your Instagram? Like, let's be friends. So everyone, everyone's really supportive. Um, All thumbs up all around, like the the amount of support, even in my DMS, my Instagram, like with all of these women all over the place, they're like, Oh my God, I saw the show. You did so great. I was (laughs) watching it. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, like I said about me having the coworker that was a bodybuilder, uh, I know me and him had a lot of talks where he said that I don't I don't even know if it was him or if it was just other people in the industry, but he said there's like a lot of body dysmorphia where yes. and I didn't know if either a you have felt that type of presence in your mind at all or seen it amongst other people. Definitely you'll see it. And I know I do, but I know whenever I'm having it, that I'm having it. Um, especially since my heaviest that I was at before starting to lose weight and everything like that and getting into the bodybuilding myself, I was 235 pounds. Like every now and then I actually just posted, I'm in like this little um, Facebook community group. Um, I just posted a picture of myself a few hours apart. I had, um, I was bloating really badly. And in my mind, I was looking at myself in the mirror. I was like, you fucked up. All your progress is gone. Like, there's nothing you can do. You should just quit bodybuilding. Yeah, you're your worst critic. Yeah, easily. And then the next day, I had, like, ab definition. Like, it's crazy how your mind will tell you you fucked up. That there's no point. You're worthless and all of this other stuff. But I, I see it as soon as it comes in. And I do the things that I, that other people tell you to do. Like, how, how would you talk to your friend? I talk to myself like that. Yeah. I really do believe in mentally t- talking appreciation and forgiveness to yourself and just being happy and, and find the joy in your day to day. And that body dysmorphia, it's all a part of the negativity. Got to find that happiness to like kick its ass out of the way. Obviously, with you being at, at that weight and now you being really small and in your in your competitions and stuff. <laughs> What <laughs> what kind of diet did you have to put yourself on? One to lose the weight, then and then two to stay, maybe to maintain that diet for your competitions. So it's something my coach has me, Anthony. Um, he's fantastic. I tag him all the time. So if you're looking for an online coach, he's amazing and he's available. Um, I weigh my food. He gives me um, exactly what he in ounces what he wants me to eat. And I follow that. I try to follow it to a T. Sorry that I had cookies and beer the other day, but (laughs) um, I try and follow it to a T. And I think it's mostly, it it connects to um, a calorie deficit. If you're not looking to compete, don't be hard on yourself. If if this is just a lifestyle goal for you, just try and maintain a healthy lifestyle, 
be happy, be happy with the little role that you may have here and there. Cause that's taco Tuesday. All right. That's come out with your friends. That's a beer. Um, but be mindful of, you know, don't overindulge. Don't go back um, for seconds or thirds or fourths or fifths like I can probably do. Uh, especially <laughs> um, uh, just be mindful. And if you really do want to like start, start tracking it off, um, you know, count your calories, count your calories towards your goals. If you're looking to hit a goal, you know, trial and error it. It's going to take time. It's going to take consistency going to take a lot of forgiving yourself every time you you fall off that wagon what's your cheat meals let's oh, talk about let's talk about the real good stuff <laughs> I love it, whatever flavor of the day would be um oh gosh i whenever I, I gotta admit ash before you keep going on i gotta admit so on your ig stories and your snapchat and stuff you're like oh i'm having a rice cake with a little bit of peanut butter and i'm like <laughs> i'm a fat fuck so it looks to me like you're putting peanut butter on drywall and i'm like yeah, that no. does not look fucking appetizing at all so like how do you even change your mindset of like all right this tastes good actually because it does um <laughs> there's, there's i love peanut butter so it's really easy for me but there's this protein stuff that i have from lady boss it looks really hokey online if you go on their website it looks like a scammy kind of thing i love you lady boss supporters but on that website they're like why don't you have this to your color yeah. no the protein itself tastes so fucking good i love it i love it so much and i mix i eat it like two times every day, mixing it with things. I don't ever have it as a shake because I think having protein shakes is like the, just the worst thing. I hate that consistency. And I hate that. I feel like I'm doing a meal replacement. I want to have oh, it. Oh yeah. So I, I hear that all the time. Yeah. And um, yeah, the rice cake itself, that one is dry, but I'm also in my mind going, I'm about to be in a bikini in front of a whole bunch of people. So this does taste pretty good as well. <laughs> So I'm not saying you have to eat rice. <laughs> I'm doing the same thing. And I'm like, yeah, dad bods are in, I guess. <laughs> you don't have to eat rice cakes to try and reach your goal. If, that, if you like it, do it. And a lot of people think like, you know, having to reach their weight loss goals means cutting out all of their favorite foods. No, still have your favorite foods just in moderation. Is there anything specifically you'd maybe do besides dieting and fitness? Like for instance, when I, I had cut a bunch of weight, I was doing intermittent fasting and I know a lot of people swear by it and a lot of people like, no, that's not for me. Is there anything maybe like that that you do? So the only thing I do is portion my food, weighing it out and working out. Intermittent, like any type of diet, if it works for you, if you love keto, if you love intermittent fasting, if you love counting your calories, if you love doing macros, if you fucking love it, stick with it. And it works for you consistently. Like give yourself time to see if it actually works. Give yourself like three or four, maybe even five months before deciding, okay, this isn't working for me and switch it up from there. But no, give yourself time. And if you love doing whatever it is and it's working for you, do it. If your doctor is like, you're still healthy, then please continue doing so. Yeah, for sure. So then I guess the last question as far as in the bodybuilding and modeling, what's your ultimate goal in the end? Oh, that's a hard one. I'm not sure. I would love to do the WBFF, which is like Victoria's Secret meets bodybuilding. Oh, oh gorgeous. Cool. Yes. They put on a show. I just recently um, joined a few Facebook community groups for the WBFF and like Australia and stuff like that. And I just love seeing little behind the scenes community talk. And I'm like, one day. You don't <laughs> want me to <laughs> Um, in modeling, I love doing it. I love it. I think it's really fun. I don't know what the end goal of that would be because I, I still, 
I even like being behind the camera sometimes. I right. Like, That's what I was wondering. Yeah, I love it. There's actually um, a short that I'm going to be directing pretty oh. soon with Meg Myers. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's actually really cool. cool. Okay. Yeah. I love being just as behind the scenes as in front of it. So I don't really know what my goal is on it. I'm just having fun. No doubt, awesome. dude. Yeah. All right, Ash. So yeah. when you're not busy with wrestling and modeling and competing and all the other million things that have you busy right. all the time, what are some things you like to do maybe in your downtime or in your personal time? Other than sleep. Um, oh, yeah. Sleep's a good one. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I, it's so funny just because like all of the things that I do in my uptime are all things that I love doing. So I love traveling with RC whenever he's doing it. Um, and I love my job. I work in property management. Yeah, that's and it's awesome. Big area, and I love my coworkers. There's, they're all badass women in the office, and then we have oh, all yeah. of these maintenance guys. And um, my tenants bring so much randomness every day. Like I don't know what they're gonna come at me with. <laughs> I know. Like, following your page too, like that's another thing, Joe. Not only is she a bad bitch when it comes to the modeling and stuff. Yeah, yeah. She's out here like painting walls daily, and I'm just like, yo, like you are doing more manly shit than I am on the daily. Oh, yeah, and I don't want to. I, I, I don't even want to. Yeah, I don't even want to <laughs> like pick up a fucking paintbrush. <laughs> but then like she always has like, what was it last week you posted Ash where this like old woman like walked up to something it was just like yep fuck that and knock something off of the table and just kept <laughs> yeah. walking that was fantastic um because i also ha i'm in, i have i'm in charge of like all of the cameras at all of our properties so if there's any issues if the police need something or, or somebody's like somebody stole my package or what happened to this i pull up the cameras and i look into it and that's what i was doing at that moment i was someone something had happened and i was looking in all the cameras and I saw that the blanket was up on the table at one point, And then I saw it was down on the ground and I was like, what the hell happened? Like, why? So I, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw this old lady just walking on that by and went, fuck your shit in particular. And just kept walking <laughs> on by. Come on, man. That's awesome. Do you guys <laughs> deal with any like crazy people as far yes. as? Oh, oh shit. Here's some crazy oh, stories. All stuff. So like these people, they're, they're at their most comfortable because they're at home. So if they're if they're kind of you know unhappy with us in any way they try and take it out on us as much as they can like the move out horror stories i could oh let's um, drop we got time you got time <laughs> okay <laughs> uh, um whenever i have to go in and inspect the unit it's not just me luckily and there are other people but uh we have to go in and, and inspect the unit whenever somebody moves out and if they were great tenants thank you i love you thank you for leaving it yeah. nice if they hated us for whatever reason or they weren't paying rent and we had to evict them something like that they'll leave the place in absolute mess um oh, shit. that's the worst thing that i could probably walk in on is just a tub full of fecal matter and one time that happened wow. it was disgusting yeah that's um, fucking gross yeah without like um yeah without like uh leaking the area like is, are they like nicer areas or are they kind of like iffy you know what i mean yeah, we have um in the Carnegie, Brentwood, cool. and in the Mount Lebanon South Hills area. Okay, cool. And like, yeah, so it's I feel comfortable walking around. And uh yeah, no, these people are are interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. One time we saw her on camera in the middle of the night, you know, drugs are a hell of a drug, is all I can say. Right. <laughs> we locked herself out of her unit and she was walking around aimlessly in the unfortunate part of that one building she lived in the doors lock behind themselves. So if you don't have a key, you're just getting further and further. Yeah, right. 
Um, so she heard somebody coming in into the into the hallway. So her first thought was, oh, let me just grab a broom and pretend I'm the maid service in the hallway at 3 a.m. But naked. Oh, hell no. <laughs> Walking around sweeping like that was <laughs> a big deal. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. My favorite. Uh, yeah, no, there, there's so many, so many crazy stories from just the day to day. I could talk for hours on it, and I don't want to take all your time up on it. Well, normally to end our podcast, we do two different things. We do normally our wrestling Mount Rushmore, but in your case, I want to do two different ones, and then we do 10 random questions. But as far as the uh, Mount Rushmore, I want to do wrestling just to keep it the basic like we normally do, and then I figured maybe like modeling. Maybe you can maybe mix modeling and like bikini competition people – I don't know what the proper term is. Competitors <laughs> for modeling. I, I love Betty page. I thought she was such a pioneer in our industry. Um, Ashley Graham. She's absolutely amazing and phenomenal. There was so many other women too. Like I'm blanking on like all of the fitness models that I've, I follow on Instagram right in this moment, Michelle yeah. Lewin. She's amazing. Um, I think she's just absolutely gorgeous. She's just had a whole, whole issue with like her husband having health problems, but I was following that to a T. So I'm so glad he's doing all right. Um, Mount Rushmore of wrestling. I mean, you know, I got to put my mans on there. <laughs> I have the, you know, the, the eccentric one. Complete RC Dupree. That's definitely one. Uh, two is definitely going to be the eccentric artist RC Dupree. God, the third one for wrestling. It's going to have to be... It's probably the Eccentric Section podcast mascot, R.C. Dupree. Fantastic, for sure. But Dark Horse Dupree, can't forget about that. He was amazing. And I think fourth... High Stakes Dupree. High, no, this one always changes. Changes depending on my flavor he's of the, the day. High Stakes Dupree's not the one that doesn't do the dishes. So he's not getting in the pool. <laughs> he's not the one. I think right now I'm actually really feeling Waylon Mercy right now. It's all about the eyes. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. So... Uh, and then our 10 random questions. Okay. These 10 random have absolutely nothing to do with you. They're just at random the next 10. And then the following guests will get the following 10, but, uh, we'll start out with number one is what's the most useless yet interesting fact, you know, um, they're all useless. (laughs) Um, I think that there is this orange fungus that grows on rose bushes that if inhaled will cause meningitis. Oh shit! Okay, Bill Nye, the science guy over here. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a good one. That was clutch. Uh, number two is: Have you ever served jury duty? I have been summoned, but never had to because whenever I was summoned, um, it was right in the middle of the pandemic, and they just oh, canceled. Yeah, 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 yeah. Would you want to do it, or were you kind of like, yes, I don't gotta like skip out on work? I'm down to trying it. So, because I hear it all the time, so I gotta, you know be like oh no I sucked that sucked like I want right. to be one of those people that are like it sucks don't do it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> what's one song that is guaranteed to make you get up and dance every time you hear it I do love Kanye West's oh, Kanye West Kanye West's Mercy oh yeah yeah that was that a banger fire. for sure yeah. uh number four is have you ever been on the big screen at a sporting event that wasn't affiliated with wrestling no yeah, me neither. Woody or Buzz Lightyear? Mm, I like Buzz Lightyear. I got yeah. you. My daughter well, will argue like- with you to the death of. Uh, what's something that they should teach more of in school? Um, I think probably how to balance a checkbook. 
Yeah, look like just how to be an adult, I feel like. Yeah, really. <laughs> Please. Would you box a kangaroo for ten thousand dollars? Okay. Yes, I would. I would try it out. Because it I don't know what the, the answer to that question might be. The what could be worst case scenario, it's a full ass kangaroo and I'm dead. Or it could yeah. be like Joey, you know, like oh, a little guy, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) I just picture her going up, fucking talking this baby kangaroo. (laughs) (laughs) And they're just fucking kicking him, dude. I'm not gonna lie. I'll bop it. I'll bop it. I'll do it right on the nose. Like maybe that's boxing, and I'm rich now. (laughs) It's your next competition. You're gonna have peed out. Like we heard what you said about the goddamn kangaroos. (laughs) 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 Are you scared of snakes? Oh shit. No. That's cool. I actually was supposed to have a shoot with some snakes. Not oh, that shit. Long ago, and the, uh, the snake handler ghosted Ooh, me. The fuck hour. Oh, wow. Damn it. Yeah, right. Have that you ever sick. been maced or maced someone? No, but I really want to spray it so bad. <laughs> I want to know what it feels like. Please don't mace me, though. Right. Please. <laughs> but I'm curious, like, and tasing, too. Like, I, I know I don't own a taser for a reason because I know my dumb ass will be like, I, I need to touch it. <laughs> oh, no. And then our final question is what Sesame Street character would you want to live with? Oh. Hmm. Oscar the Grouch. I don't know why he's Hell the first yeah. one that pops up. Yeah. In my- he's just the coolest one. That's why he's the first one I think of, too. <laughs> I feel like yeah. him and like Cookie Monster would be the two clutch ones. Oh, oh, Cookie Monster's chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Elmo, Elmo would get too fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, no. I couldn't. I couldn't. Because he's cool, but no, no, no. You couldn't chill with him. You know what I mean? No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he's definitely someone that you'd have to be like, all right, I'm going to go hang out with Elmo today. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Well, Ash, we definitely appreciate you coming on the pod. But before you go, is Absolutely. there any social media or merchandise or upcoming events that you'd like to plug? So I will be doing the Pittsburgh OCD show. Um, I do believe it's August. Someone's Hell yeah, we'll be pushing it. Yeah, yeah. Get um, my Instagram is always at Ash, the number two, K-A-T. And Ashley Bell, spelled A-S-H-L-E-A-B-E-L-L-E. Um, Facebook, you can find me on there. And other than that, though, there is you know the IWC show coming up. Super excited to see that. We are going to be going down. Um, to Kentucky for like the next several weekends. I feel like um, oh, nice. EPP has an event there, which RC kicked that man, Sark, yeah. Mike Sark's ass, which fuck is that always guy. my favorite thing to see. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. But, and um, other than that, though, I don't think I got anything else for you on there. I stakes Dupree ain't doing dishes. You just imagine how he's going to act up when he wins that world heavyweight title. <laughs> The only title I would I would love I would be like okay you don't have to do dishes ever is the um, intercontinental oh hell yeah white strap oh like, please yeah oh. yeah 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 sexy looking belt to me like <laughs> I don't know why like you know what if you do ever win that one you don't have to hell do yeah. anything for a year Joe you got that white intercontinental back here dog <laughs> we'll hook him up oh yeah yeah we'll just say we he I won those dark you, match we you, seen it <laughs> yeah 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 for sure but yeah Ash thank you for making time out to come on the pod we definitely oh, yeah, hope man. to have you on again guys it was fantastic thank you so much and continue doing what you're doing supporting i love it i love you guys everything i'm i see you at the show i'm like yes here. Sure. that's cool you guys are fantastic absolutely respectful loving and supportive and that's all you want to see we appreciate happiness that. all around oh yeah definitely for sure thank you good night and always remember that's